105. Down to zero, man. <laughs> negative there. negative 58. Way. Negative 42. <laughs> Absolute zero. Kelvin. How, <laughs> how long did it take you to learn that math, man? <laughs> Pi, man. Pi. 3.14159175682347933210 Pi. Pi, man. Infinity, man. You know what? That's a Pi, man. I like that, man. Poof. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what kind of pie I like. 3.14157. <laughs> All right. Here we go. It's the Frank Caliendo cast. Uh, football Gruden style. Boop, 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 <laughs> All right. So uh, Hard Knocks uh, episode four, our second to last Hard, knock ep- hard Knocks Whoa. episode. Until we uh, just go into random sports and pop culture topics. This episode of Hard Knocks was missing something, guys. Something, yeah, something, something real crucial to entertainment. Yeah, something that was uh, a lot of... Can you put your finger on I it, I just though? can't figure out what it was that was so good last week. Something's missing from this... I, it, there was, I just don't know what it <sighs> just, was. Uh, there was something really exciting that just started out so... And With, then, mm. <sighs> Drew, you got any ideas? Uh, you know, I don't. I don't know. I, I felt like we needed a little more Rich Little. <laughs> oh, he's very good, Drew Powell, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in with us from Los Angeles, we're in Phoenix. I should introduce everybody. John Holmberg, KUPD. Uh, I always wave to you. The, yeah, of course. You're Thanks, Frank. Be, one of the best <laughs> radio people ever, and you're doing <laughs> mime work. <laughs> Ken Brown. But to be quite <laughs> frank, I can't put my finger on what was missing from last week. Yeah, just uh, just keep thinking about it. You'll have your oh. opportunity. <laughs> Scott Long from Indianapolis, grieving. Yeah, I'm grieving, oh. and I would have said Fred Travelina. Oh, he's but very that would have too. been me. So, all right, we'll get into it in a little oh. bit here. Let's uh, let's start out with this episode, which I felt. As much as I'm joking about how great I was last week, and with a tinge of seriousness to it. Um, <laughs> thanks, Drew. Everybody else here is just yeah. mocking me. Well, no. You were going to talk about yourself all the time. I don't know. I don't really know what's going. It does not feel like a typical hard knock season to me at all. And part of that, I think, right. is because Gruden is so in the know on how television works, and he's kind of directing what they can see and what they don't see. Do you think they that he's taking time to know what the final edit is though or I don't think they get final edit. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they they I think they get to fight for it cuz I've heard some of the yeah. stuff on that, but I don't think they get final edit, but I think they are being very careful of what they let everybody see. Cuz they're letting Brinson Buckner go like they're going to let that so unfold, and it just doesn't. It just like goes, and then they stop. Yeah, let me fill everybody in. There were some technical difficulties, so Scott Long was not able to see the beginning uh, of the episode. He has some other topics later. Ken got here a little late, um, and Drew, well, you saw what the second half of it? I saw the first half. Oh, you did. Okay. Oh, but you did uh, uh, right up to the game. Right up to the Winnipeg game. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, so we're taking it this uh, a little bit at the beginning, and uh, we're actually going to be filling Scott Long in. Uh, we we record this epi- these episodes right after the episode of Hard Knocks airs, and then it was just- HBO Now, by the way, HBO Now and HBO Go, the streaming services announced at like ten o'clock that we're not going to show it till eleven Eastern instead of showing it live, or at least like they were showing it if you have a direct TV or a cable service. So 
I don't know what that's about. Um, I think that's a whole new podcast. I'll tell you what, I'll talk to some people about it, man. <laughs> See, 1057, 1054, 10.51, 10.52, 10.09. Make an announcement, man. I don't want anybody watching this. You know what my favorite time is? No. Pie. <laughs> pie time, man. <laughs> I love pie time. Cherry pie. Love that. 3.141596. Somebody Google that, man. Let me, let me Google pie. Google pie. Let's see what comes up. You Google pie. 314. Tell you what, man. It's before 315. My, my favorite thing was when the guy was like, man, that's why, that, that's why you're a genius. Yeah. That's why you're a genius, man. Yeah. I, I said to Frank after it was Because you can count backwards yeah. in threes. Yeah, I was telling Frank, I'm like, just find the dumbest guy that works for you and count backwards in threes. And he's, he's A, he's got to listen to the entire thing. He can't walk away and go, you're ridiculous. And B, just go. And then at the end, you know you're going to get fed some ego uh, pills. It's great. Hey, B, come over here, man. Listen to this. 3.141592653589793238426226 that's going to be the whole episode man that's booming coach <laughs> that's booming and i think Boop, you're right boof boof i think he knows enough to know like he's sitting around with his with whoever he sits around with the mayock when they're having dinner together we're talking about they're going like what's the weirdest thing i can do <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Week? yeah. To they're worse they're worse you know, Go ahead. No, no, I was, oh. that was it. That was okay. the end of my brilliant statement. Oh. <laughs> Tell you what, we're, we're good on timing that you one. One more? Jeez. That's a Toledo edit right there. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah, but I, I watch it and I think to myself, I don't think that they're paying attention to it. I, I think that Gruden is going out of his way to be Gruden. Yeah. but when it, I looks, think he's going out of his way to be yeah. me at times. Oh, that's true. HBO is trying to <laughs> find something interesting and I think they, they spend so much time with Brinson Buckner, and it looks like, because I said to you, I'm like, Brinson Buckner might be Cedric the Entertainer's best character. <laughs> but then it dies out. You know yeah. what I mean? Then it stops. So they go on to try to make Luke Wilson interesting. Then it stops. But then they went back to Brinson Buckner at the end Which with was the, the guy who part? was eating, and it was maybe the funniest part of the whole episode, and I would have liked to have seen that guy eating throughout yeah. the episode. Yes. And maybe me walking in yeah. going, you, you got something to eat there, yeah. man? You want to share that? I just liked it because he goes, no, man, you, you a habitual fat person who likes Sneak around and eat. <laughs> it's like, what are they coaching him to do? He needed gummy worms and gummy bears, and then they show a guy just chugging them at the end. It was hilarious. But yeah, that seemed to be like the editing, this, as much as we praised it last week, seemed to be just off. You know what? It's Canada. It's Maybe friendly, that's what it is. It's boring. There's blame no Canada. Yeah, it's, it's blame Canada. Oh, blame Canada. <laughs> yeah, so, all right. So they started out the episode, Brenton Buckner. And that was that was fair. That was interesting. Yeah. He had his he's a character right there. Like to see him. He's telling people what to do, giving them uh, life lessons along the way. And then they they have the uh, single handed catches by A B, the most useless yeah. thing in Gotta the world. Got to practice those. Yeah, because that's fundamental. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're gonna work on fundamentals today. We're gonna. You know what? I'm catching with my frozen feet. Booming. <laughs> We're putting in, we're put hey A B, put the mental and fundamental right now, You're man. A genius. <laughs> I love it. He's like then he say like, Oh man, this this thing gave me a hickey. Do I got yeah. a hickey on my head? <laughs> like what is he talking yeah. about? The we helmet. we mentioned that too, because uh those of us that are watching in Phoenix together A B's eyes are just gone. Yeah. They're gone for a lot of he's yeah. sitting in the back of the uh the meeting. And it doesn't look like he's following along. He doesn't have a phone out or anything, but he doesn't look like he's paying attention. I noticed this this week, and as a Raider fan, you'd be upset by this, I think. is uh, You're excited because he's so talented. He's going to end up with 2,000 yards this year. But uh, 
he's never with the receivers. Whenever H and maybe that's just HBO, yeah. but you, you know, I mean, you, as a leader, as a guy who's coming over to try to teach them stuff, there has not been one shot of him hanging out with Doss or any of the other receivers that are trying to make this team. He's always alone where the cameras are, following someone else. He's been with Incognito. Uh, he's always by Gruden. He's never with his core group. And in that meeting, he was so that's a good point. He was so behind everybody else in the back of the room. You're like, he's not paying attention. Like he's not there. He's not. He's not. It's not screaming off. Oh my God! Antonio Brown has really taken over this team as the team leader, along with Derek Carr. Do you think they're just happy he's not Facebook living it? Yeah. Well, there could be some of that. Just <laughs> keep, keep him in the back and keep him happy. I think that's it. And so long as he's happy, everything's good. Yeah, like it's, the, it's so like, quick how fast he isn't happy. Yeah, they just let him do his thing yeah. and try not to let him get distracted. They, right. they try not to distract him with rules or anything. Right. But you're telling me that there isn't, in all yeah. the money and all the stuff that goes on in the NFL, there isn't someone at Rawlings that should, at something that can say, we'll make you a helmet. There's, so, there's talk of that right now, that they're going to make a yeah. helmet. But remember that helmets have to be tested then. Sure, but how hard is that? I mean, he's complaining about something cutting off. Okay, we'll make that a little bit I think different it's, for I think head. it's haircut and stuff like well, that. Well, yeah, I think it's him. It's a great attention thing. You can get an endorsement from a helmet company yeah, absolutely. that does it on his own. I, I, I just think yeah, it's... Yeah, they're talking maybe. about that he's going to make some money off this mm-hmm, whole deal, mm-hmm. right? That's what I heard. <laughs> it's the end goal. And they put Drew Rosenhaus in there, and I guarantee you that, that this was choreographed. So do yeah. you think it's like, remember the Saturday Night Live sketch where Reagan is in the war room, <laughs> and he's yeah, just just saying all kinds of, well, you know, yeah. off on tangents. Yeah. They close the room like, all right, here's what we're going yeah, to do. Yeah. They, like, they get everybody out of the room, and all of a sudden, he's just a tactical genius. The greatest strategist of all time. It's like, uh, <laughs> Mr. Reagan, we have the girl sketch here. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone out, everyone out. Hi, how are you? And she sold the most girls because he had to be sweet, doddering old grandfather, but he was a war machine. <laughs> that could be what we're watching. I don't know. It, it does. It just seems kind of – the team, as much as we saw when, when I was with you in the locker room uh, at the hotel last week, the team, if you watch the other episodes, feels uh, empty and, and missing. When you watch it, it's like, I don't know if this team has – Anything like anybody stepping up as a Derek Carr tries, but I don't know he's got that, you know, oh my God, that guy's clearly. Well, he's got more of an oh my gosh. It's, yeah. Oh my gosh. Opie. He's yeah. Opie. Yeah. But yeah, I, right. I think, he, I think he's a good leader, though. Everything I've seen is he commands the, the respect sure. of people. I, I just, I feel like the Raiders don't want anybody to see too much. And it's, yeah. it's the Gruden show. I mean, yeah. he's constantly doing stuff. So let's get to, let's kind of go through the episode here. The next thing they went to was the tight ends, which might be. Right. In this case, yeah. one of the most boring uh, groups to, to – like you, I kept waiting for Luke Wilson, who I find funny and yep. interesting, to be funny and interesting again. And it seemed like they didn't even get to that He's here not. today. Yeah. I was uh, with you on that. I kind of looked at the tight end thing like HBO spent a lot of time going, this is going to be good. And then yes. seven hours of tape yeah. later, they're like, it was like It was not. like an yeah, audition tape for that yeah. tight ends coach. It's like, <laughs> yeah, why should tight ends coach be funny? He's got some funny things about Canada. <laughs> right, He's yeah. going to kill at the ha-ha. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, there there was that moment where they they, they go, hey, Luke Wilson, he's the A-B of the tight ends. Right. And uh, they're shooting it, and there's nothing like – We got nothing. We no. got to edit together something that we got a day. Nope. So, and you brought this up later, Ken. You talked about how uh, they, because they come back to Canada later, how they went to Luke Wilson. Yeah, they acted like he was more or less like the, the genius of Canada. He's like the ambassador. Like, hey, anything you know about Canada, talk to Luke. He knows. Yeah. Like, I don't know if anybody knows, Canada's a pretty big country. It's not just uh, Winnipeg there. 
Right. And here's this was the interesting thing, too. That felt very forced. Yeah. Yes. That was one of those moments where it felt like, hey, this is going to be our storyline here. Right. So let's just make it so Luke knows everything. And then nobody really asked him anything. They yeah. didn't have anything. In. And it's not we're going to the Amazon. It's Canada. <laughs> we kind of know. It's, you know, <laughs> it's North Michigan. We know exactly what Canada is. It's not like you need to explain to you. So then it went to that weird, uh, y- you know, the knock on knock on wood thing yeah. where they went to everybody. The video? Was that yeah? It was yeah. It was kind of like yeah. a. Why didn't they use the song? Baby, better knock 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 on wood. Gonna knock on wood, man. Yeah, and just edited it in there. They had a whole rap thing they developed on it. Yeah. Was weird. I, uh, yeah. I feel like Lev Schreiber had the week off, and they had to fill time where the narration <laughs> yeah. was supposed to go. He didn't have any voice time. It didn't seem like he was ever in it until the end. Yeah, like maybe he was filming a movie. He this was week. he was doing Ray Donovan, and he's like, "Can't do it this week, boys. I have the week off." I'm like, "Well, we'll just fill with bad raps that we made up." Ninety-seven, <laughs> ninety-three, yeah. ninety-three. You know what I really missed this week? Oh, that, that's wrong. <laughs> I got a question for you guys. Okay, so normally by this point in the series. We got a pretty good idea of who we're looking at, who's going to get cut. They're they're trying to tell us who we should be pulling for, but like I have no idea who those guys are right now. Right. They did the thing with the guy from Cameroon. Forgive yeah. me for not knowing his name, but but like I I don't know. They got the guy and now he's hurt. So like that's a rookie. Uh, like who who are we supposed to? Who's going to get cut? Like Mac, who are you we mean rooting Max for? Crosby? Max Crosby, yeah. who's hurt? Uh, Thank you. Yes. Uh, Keelan Doss is the one. Right, but the other guy was Cam- Camaday or something like that, the guy from Cameroon. You're absolutely yeah. right. But you said it Cabinda. Best. Yes, exactly. Cabinda. There you go. Thanks, Rich. You, you said Cabinda. it, and, and I think you nailed it. It's like uh, they wanted to make Max Crosby that here's his life, here's this girlfriend, we're going to mm-hmm. follow this guy through his journey, and he got hurt early. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, now we got to find another guy. And all, they, all we saw from him was the screw yeah. uh, in his hand. And I'd like to see, as a fan, what – is he dealing with like yeah. that's an, that to me is compelling like his whole career the first break ever he's got a broken hand he's got a screw in his hand that's the size of the entire hand yeah i want to see the training yeah. the, the training room and all the stuff those guys go through then maybe you get an idea of what andrew luck's talking about about wow this is like the, the pushback that fans will boo and whatever but you see what these guys go through when they can't play and how miserable that's got to be so I, I, I was, I yeah. was kind of taken back by the fact that they've tried to Max Crosby and they don't really have anybody else they've focused on. So they're they're reaching. Did you, did you see how they did you see how they did the callback to last year with the, what's his name Brogan? Uh, oh Brogan yeah, yeah. Rob, what's his name? They, yeah, yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> really grasping like quick Facetime somebody from last year. <laughs> right. Last year's show was great. <laughs> yeah, I felt like this episode had no flow whatsoever. In a way, like Nathan Peterman was the tie-up of this week's show, and they yeah. talked about the quarterbacks every single week. I thought oh, for a second there, I thought you were talking about the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. Man. That goes without saying. Man, please, no, go ahead. But the, like once again, going back last week again, backup quarterbacks. I mean, it seems oh, like every. Oh no, you can't. Yeah, no. Don't get him started. Here well, we last go. week it was Glenn, and this week Turn it's his Peterman. Mic off. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, like you're, yeah. <laughs> okay. Hold on a second. We have a backup Ken. He has a backup Ken. <laughs> okay, he's coming Somebody step in and fill in for Ken. <laughs> you have a point. They've spent a lot of time on the backup quarterbacks yeah. here. As much as I don't want to admit it, that seems to be... <laughs> well, last week they thrilled. closed on Glenn, and this week they closed on Peterman. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. really the only spot on the team that you care about, uh, like the like battle for the team. He said it at the end. we got five guys who are undrafted that might make this team, which tells me the roster's turned over to the point now where every, every position is somebody you just don't know. We'll see how it goes. It seems like it would be compelling, but I don't think they've got anything. The one guy, that Kaminda guy, I'm saying it wrong, I'm positive. We talked about his mom, 
Who is my dream woman? Hey, I believe it's Walenda. <laughs> oh, is that yeah, right? I'm flying Walenda. He's one of the Walendas. His mom was the most <laughs> easily pleased person ever because I know if I called my mom and I'm like, guess what? We're going this weekend. Winnipeg. <laughs> She's not going to have that kind of excitement. She was, amazed. Like yeah. she, she was great. amazed yes. by yes. everything. Excited. You remember my bit, my Pacino bit, where I talk about like acting is all about um, being curious, but Pacino takes it to the highest level. Right. So somebody will flip a light switch on him and he'll be like, wait a second you mean there's a switch over here you flip it and the light goes on over there wow this is sorcery great ass she was amazed by everything yeah i love that statue over there take me to it what was that what's a better picture you photographer this is the best day of my life here in canada she was just thrilled by everything. She was amazed by everything. Even the everything. air. Yeah. The air was incredible. This is great air. This planet's the best one. Where have you taken me? I love you, boy. Yeah. She's the MVP of the episode. She was, sure. but it was just like, man, how come my wife can't be this excited when I come? It was like having a puppy. Every time you come home, she runs, she pees a little bit. She was happy to see you. I've never had anybody that happy in any news I've ever told them. Ever. We're going to Canada elicits that kind of response. Yeah, it was that was that was surreal. Yeah, that's nuts. So How bad is Cameroon? So we're saying the best part of the show was not a raider. Yeah, not really. It was a well, raider, I, I'm, raider I, I'm telling you, Gruden still Gruden is completely the star. I my eyes are glued to John Gruden the entire time. Yeah. Whether it's the sneering looks that he's giving, uh whether it's the ridiculous catchphrasis or uh like colloquialisms said, that, walk, that walk his walk <laughs> is becoming something walk. of legends we we broke it down a few different ways at first what was the first thing you said well, I, well, I just said well you, you i would say the rooster first of all rooster. Rooster. I, just rooster. Said, I just thought the strut was getting a little out of hand yeah look at that strut and then you brought up the thing about well it looks like his <laughs> skeleton has stopped has ceased to work right like his skeleton's no longer there and he looks like john wayne walking in a pool <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess. I mean, it's just yeah. he's got like tentacles. His arms are no longer <laughs> at his side. They're flopping. You know what they are? Remember Crazy Legs? Yeah. On uh, SCTV? <laughs> that's a callback. That, wow. That's old. Look it up because the yeah, legs would just that. go wild yeah. and Guy Caballero would come in. I'm made of jello, man. You didn't <laughs> yeah. know that? I'm a jello man. Gelatinous, no flavor, baby. <laughs> Yeah, it was weird, but then <laughs> I think he started then because uh, Rich said it, he's like now he's got this Conor McGregor thing going. Yeah, where his arms started. There was, there to was go. a piece of that. Yeah, too. it was it was weird. It was almost like a marionette at a certain point. Yes, yeah. uh, I loved every second yeah. of the strut. Yeah, and then it goes back to blame yeah. Canada. Yeah, right. Side <laughs> so walking Canada, man. Got to walk like a Canadian. They're crazy. So they go to play <laughs> the game in Canada. And uh, they play on the 90. We, we figured it out because Gruden says it later that it's a 90-yard field. Yeah. The, and I'm sure everybody's talked about this already, but how do you not prep the field and know what the situation is going to be until you get there? Yeah, we can advance. Field turf. It's not like grass. You don't have to dig anything up. You roll it back. You fill the hole. You fix it. And it was, they did it day of. It was the only game of the year they had. Played. Pardon my friend. Stand right? Fucking Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Blame Homer. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like it, that should have been a thing. And then the other option was because I'm not a genius, but I can figure this out. Why not play the game? Everybody goes the same direction. They've done that. They did that in that college game where the field got screwed up, and they just kick off and where it got run back to. They just turned the field around. Everybody went the same direction. It was always a hundred yards. 
And you know, if there was an interception going the other way, nobody's going to run in that spot anyway. It's not a, it's not where receivers go. So you just turn the field around. Everybody always goes north. It, it seemed like just such a cluster the entire way. And I thought Gruden, knowing the way that game unfolded, I thought Gruden was going to be furious. I was looking forward to this episode. He was as cool as it came about this thing. Yeah, everything was kind of under his breath while he yeah. was there. There was yeah. a definite uh, meaning to everything he said. Was it a passive-aggressive shot at Matt LaFleur, the new head coach of the Packers? Been playing this game for a long time, man. Some guy gets right off the bus and my players won't play. And I'm like, is that a shot at the new <laughs> coach? Is that, or is that what he was doing? Or was it basically just throwing a little fit? Because he was like, I'm, I'll play. In the, I'm, we're I don't know, man. The, when when they met at the half, at the, in the mid, midfield there, it was like one of the most awkward conversations really ever. Was. Like, it was like at a six, sixth grade thing. Like, hey, hey, you ready? Ready to go? <laughs> it was, they, they was, I don't, is there bad blood between those guys? Or I don't something? know. I don't know, but I'm going to tell you this. Every conversation with John Gruden is an awkward conversation. Yeah, that's true. Like, there yeah, are. Yeah, fair enough. He just sits there. He just stares you down for a little bit. Like, he. I, I don't know. I think he's he's trying to see into your soul. Yeah. But well, I he, do think I think he hates that pretty ball, pretty boy football. And I think yes. he sees mm. Lafleur and Kingsbury and all those guys right. as kind of the guys who are uh, taking the the we're going to wreck football and running with it. Because he even brings it up and he's like, eh, right. come on, you just make it eighty yards. We're going to get rid of field goals and kickoffs anyway. And he starts going on about it a little bit, like it's bitter to him that football's getting so soft. And I think these new coaches represent that to him because he did treat Lafleur. It seemed disrespectful in its own kind of like, I'm a real football coach, welcome to the party kind of yeah. conversation. Right. It, and then later when he said that kind of under his breath about you know, have, having a new guy come in and say he won't play. Like we'll play in a, yeah. pot, a pot whole field. We don't care. I just want to see Gruden go up to Aaron Rodgers and look, hey, man, I've seen you on a wanted poster before, <laughs> man. <laughs> Tell you what, are, are kids allowed to come within ten miles of you, man? Look at that mustache, I loved, I lo- man! I loved you in Dallas Buyers Club, man. You look good. I'm glad they cured. I'm glad they cured that, man. Hey, let me ask you this: You drive a Ferrari and wear some ball huggers? I'm just waiting for Aaron Rodgers to just go. Coors Banquet here. <laughs> what is going on with that? I don't know. Yeah, that's a strange look. Understand. Yeah, but the whole he, episode. He married a girl from Indiana, that's what. Oh, is that what happened to him? That's how we roll. Yeah. Or no, they didn't marry. They're 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 a girlfriend. And I thought you know, were breaking news there, Big news. TMZ I, yeah, is I got covering the this podcast. Yeah, it's the Indiana. But I didn't know his sister lived in Indiana. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from there. I know how it works. So uh, I'm, I'm going to weigh in on the guy that didn't watch the episode. But uh, <laughs> first off, I'm listening and I'm feeling like uh, you guys are knocking it, but your 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 coverage of it actually makes me excited to watch it. Really? It's going to be. Yeah, it's no, because you guys are actually well, a couple of you are pretty good about it. Um, <laughs> it's making it interesting to me. So it's like, I mean, you I know, so he reminds I, me of Kaminda's mom. You guys just send the show. It sounds so great. It could be the best piece of entertainment of our time. That's been my least favorite part of the podcast, by the way. Your impression. Really? You don't like her? Wait till you see her. It's going to be fun. I look forward to that. So here's some interesting knowledge that I uh, gained, and I haven't heard anybody talk about except I'm listening to – Wait a second. Are you you leaving the – No, Raiders. Raiders. Oh, this is still that. No, no. This is Raiders. Okay. 
So Mort, the, the you don't do him, right? You do Chris everybody Mortensen. at ESPN, but we'll Mort. just say it's uh, Adam Schefter doing his Mort, uh, filling in for Mort. I, right now, I'm filling in for Chris Mortensen. <laughs> I'm not using his voice because they don't have the vocal capacity. tenaciousness. Capacity was the word I should have used. Right. Thank oh, you, John. I should have written it down. <laughs> should have, yeah, passed it yeah. over. I'm all of a sudden I'm the impression gazoo. <laughs> yeah. Greetings, dum dums. <laughs> Greetings, dum dums. All right. So what? What is the? So so what? So he's talking about it, and the, I never knew this. So Khalil Mack gets traded to the Bears, and what is it that the Raiders are desperate for? As a pass rusher, they ended up drafting a guy fourth who doesn't really look like a defensive lineman even, but okay. Here's the story. Mark Davis is by far the poorest owner in the NFL. Uh, I looked it up. He's, I mean, he's not poor for you and me, but he's poor cash poor. And he didn't have the dough. That's what Mort said. Right. To sign him to a you know sign the big bonus so you're like well how did they get antonio brown well, hold on a second well, antonio so, brown didn't get a big bonus but here's the thing when you sign somebody you have to put that money in yeah. like a trust yep. it all has to sit there and you have to have the money in cash uh so it can if anything were to go wrong it would still go to the player so that's where that being a poorer owner actually comes in because right. you had that point but i, I don't know if you uh, explained exactly why. So he, there isn't that money. And so what were you saying now with Antonio Brown? Well, uh, according to Mort, he didn't get a big bonus like a lot of players get. He didn't get a $24 million uh, goodbye like Andrew Luck got even. It was one of these deals where um, he doesn't, he can't give out big bonuses because of exactly what you said, you've got to have this money like in a trust. I guess the improv does that probably with you, Frank. And yeah. when you go perform there, they, Definitely. they put all the money in like a trust. And then Frank shows up. Where's the money? And uh, so so that, that kind of blew me away that they're working on a it, – it's like when you used to hear about baseball teams and some baseball teams – were barely making the payroll and they're an MLB and then there's the Yankees and there's right. a few teams where you think the NFL, everybody's kind of on an even keel. You would think that there's but revenue share. They share revenue with TV and, and merchandise and stuff. Not as much as they right. used to, not as equally as they used to. But I remember I worked with the Cardinals here in town for a little while and I was talking to uh, one of their players who used to, it was Eric Hill used to play here. And he said that when they signed that deal with Fox, NFL owners never had to worry about filling that stadium again. The money that they had from the TV deal yeah. covered their expenses. Everything that comes into that stadium after was gravy. That's what they use as the trust, basically, as the you know the, the, all the extra stuff because the TV stuff. I agree, just, and, and so, that's so, why yeah, it's still surprising. confusing. Yeah, me. it's surprising that the Raiders would have that problem, and that's why they need that Vegas infusion as they get all the you know the people that start throwing dough at them to, right. to build that base again. Right. It is weird I, that the Raiders don't have money though, and I've read that too, and it's very strange. Well, and when Gruden came in, he did not know that, and I yeah. guess he's been pretty exasperated, you know, exasperated yeah. about. Uh, the whole thing. I mean, I, I'm sure Gruden, when he has a conversation with Mark Davis, you know, he's he's getting 10 million a year. You know, Mark Davis has got to go to supercuts because he does not have <laughs> that kind of dough. So he goes, he's trying to cut corners. You know, he's yeah. probably using coupons well, and things. Corners so. are what he should have yeah. gotten cut out of his hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's mean to supercuts to put that on them. 
I don't think Supercuts wants to claim that haircut at all. All right. So uh, we all agree uh, the overall episode was not as good as my episode. No. Uh, We should just review last week's episode. Yeah, we should. You know what? I'll tell you what. Yeah, let's start over. Let's do it again. 48, 52, (laughs) 17. Go up by three, two, man. Watch this. Three, six. Absolute value, negative two. (laughs) Yada, yada, 100. (laughs) Boom. Ellipses. Yeah. Dot, 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 end bracket. Yeah, boof. Boof. I'll get to 200 next week, man. I'm working on it. I'm at 240. All right. So, um, <laughs> Ken, you had a, a topic you wanted to get to this week, another football topic. Yeah, just the clap. Oh, my God. Who has it? Yes. <laughs> okay, well, the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that was as awkward as it ever could have been. How come my favorite moment <laughs> my favorite moment of the podcast today was like a Gruden sneer? It would be great if Ken's like, man, what a weekend. I've got the clap. That's his topic. Yes. How did that happen? Oh, the comic book store was crazy. Oh. Anyway, a couple horse that's came what, in. That's what I called a false start right there. I didn't even clap. And I got called for a flag for a false start right there. Man. But it was it's, – it's, it's, I really do feel that the NFL needs to define false starting. Yeah, for, you're hearing that a lot. For quarterbacks. Like I don't that. know what it is. The Kyler Murray cloud. I don't even know what he's doing wrong. Well, here's the thing, too, that drives me nuts, too. It's, it's up to the defensive line not to move. Right. Right? And the, only, the quarterback can move as much as they want. Did you see that Cardinals package, speaking of the Cardinals yeah. earlier, where they put together, like, Sam Darnold doing more or less the floss and yeah. doing, like, the Cabbage Patch Kid yeah. before taking a snap? And the Cardinals are doing one clap, and they're getting called for a false start. Yeah. But this goes back to a lot of people are saying is Gruden talking to the refs before the Cardinals-Raiders game last last weekend yeah and it's still continuing to carry over the funny thing was i was using backup quarterback using my mental telepathy man (laughs) your backup quarterbacks how are you working this in yes brett hunley with the backup quarterbacks he was called for it three times right cardinals vikings game kyler murray wasn't called once for it but the for whatever reason the referees got it up their butt that they're not going to let this new they get the clap up their butt exactly. okay. yeah that's what yeah, that's what you heard it <laughs> but it's very 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 I'm very, shady yeah <laughs> very that kind of talk in indianapolis is still not <laughs> even though mike pence is not the governor anymore it's still not i, I, I hear yeah. we're gonna send ken, ken to a football it, conversion camp in indianapolis there's not <laughs> ken do you run a comic book bordello <laughs> Who knows? I wouldn't tell you they're, if I did. They're like heavy metal yeah. magazines yeah. or whatever like that used to I'm be. I'm looking for the movie. Superman. Oh, that's in the back room. Follow me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Through this curtain. The comic book bordello happens, happens this weekend at Dragon Con, man, if you guys have ever been to that. <laughs> uh-uh. Holy Moses. Oh, really? It's incredible. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. It's just uh, comic book people getting is, together. It is oh, burning man Dragon for Con. everyone that, uh, that loves comics. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the bigger party conventions oh, yeah. I've heard about in the nation. You've not been? Oh, Never yeah. been. It's in Atlanta, Georgia, if I'm correct, right, Drew? That's correct. That's right. Yeah. Are you heading it's out madness, there? Man. Are you going out there? Not this year. I went okay. a few years ago, and it was Still recovering? Was <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah, absolutely. It's like Mardi Gras You can't get that stuff out of your brain. No yeah. kidding. It's just a sex-fueled yeah. nerd festival. Well, about that. Exactly. But, well, that's Still what my marriage is. No. <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, just the the listen, the, the quarterbacks and their their yeah, clapping. No, no. <laughs> There's a delay. <laughs> Ken's getting hammered. <laughs> Verbal clap. And I'm getting false starts over yeah. and over. Flag three times yeah. here. Right? Be assertive, Ken. Get him. But uh, just that the NFL is only two weeks away from starting here, yeah. and uh, we're still talking about just some of the most trivial stuff in the NFL this year. 
But I think and, we can maybe Antonio wait Brown's on that helmets. until the season starts. Yeah. yeah. And if it's happening when the season starts, then it becomes a bigger deal. Until then, like, the NFL has announced that they want to take a look at it, and I think that's all they're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just feels like this preseason's got a lot of drama. Like because you're Antonio a Cardinal Brown fan. Helmet. Yeah, you're a Cardinal fan. You're a Cardinal hey, fan. Hey, Ken. Yes. Hey, exactly. Let, yeah. let me explain. There's there's no clapping for the quarterback in Indianapolis. That's currently. exactly so, right. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of false starts, uh, Andrew Luck started a little bit uh, falsely with the oh, you the Norm McDonald on that. Yeah. Speaking uh, of uh, yeah, yeah, false starts, starts there, yeah. 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 just yeah. harmonizing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> The red flag just came out. We should do a little uh, Norm McDonald afternoon delight, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. Well, you don't know. Speaking uh, as one of the Col- one of the Colts that. fans yeah. on this panel, I can tell you that it's been a very strange few days, man. I, I was bet. in Chicago at, a, at a, another Comic Con on stage with a bunch of other actors. We were having an incredible time, and my phone explodes bigger than anything that ever happened. Like even when Grundy was revealed on Gotham, nobody texted me more <laughs> than they did this weekend. It was like I'm clearly the only Colts fan that anyone i've ever met knows and i heard from all of them and uh it it was i thought it was i really That's the fact. first 10 texts i thought we're all in on it together are you guys are you guys uh, believe it as fans are you guys uh in the boo camp or in the uh oh it's good for him he's making a life decision oh man i will speaking for myself it was a no like i can't understand i look i get the frustration whatever the other thing i, I would like to point out i don't know if anyone's ever else has said this at the end of the of a the third preseason game of the year, there are not a lot of there are the fans that can get those tickets and they've been tanked and they're like you know I'm that's not to, you know I, that's not to to excuse it but the, those aren't the real true diehard fans I'm telling you that right now and uh, Indianapolis is better than that and and to me that guy there is nobody that has given more for this franchise than that than Andrew Luck he is a an incredible dude uh, and you know to me and a complete winner and good for him. But it hurts, of course. I'm yeah. sad, but I mean, come on. He wouldn't. I'm a little. He different. would not do this if he didn't have to. What's your take, Scott? Okay, first off, I'm enormous Andrew Luck fan. I mean, I've always uh, promoted him because you know he followed Peyton Manning. So there yeah. are two camps. It's a little bit like Rodgers and Favre, a little bit. But okay, so Peyton Manning is like a perfect human being to fans in Indianapolis. So Andrew Luck comes in. I love Andrew Luck, just the most talented guy to pretty much ever play quarterback. He got crushed because of poor drafts and they didn't put a good offensive line in front of him. So obviously he's gun shy for sure. I have no problem with these fans who booed. I'm not a booer. I've never right. booed anybody. It feels weird to boo, but boo, <laughs> boo. It just is a weird thing. Nowhere else other than sports do you actually say yeah. boo. Boo. No. Halloween. Halloween. Sports. That's it. People, like, people think as a comedian, like, you get heckled? Yeah, but no one has ever went, well, boo to that joke. They don't, they don't boo it. They heckle you. They're like, that's well, not right. So when it happens – it's a week and a half or two before the season starts, okay? We've been sold one thing. The, the Colts have not always been so transparent with his injuries. Right. Fans have bought season tickets, is- and they're not cheap. There's a lot of things here. And right in that moment, they are basically telling everyone, oh, you know what? Andrew Luck, who you thought – uh, was on the sideline, which he was, and you're like, hey, is he going to come in? Maybe he actually throw a few passes. 
all of a sudden you're getting this uh, Schefter, that son of a... According to my uh, sources, it appears Andrew Luck is going to kill the dreams of two people from the Frank Caliendo cast, Scott Long, Drew Powell, who I bet is going to get texted more than when he became Solomon Grundy on Gotham, on Fox. See, now that would have been... Can you imagine that would have been the greatest hard knocks ever if it would have been the Colts and then that story gets laid down. So I guess my point of view is sorry. (laughs) I think about this and I'm like, uh, I I wish Andrew Luck the best. He went through hell. Um, I admire him. He's accomplished, you know, he's been one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, not just last year or a couple. If you look at his talent versus what he's produced, it's amazing. And, but if you expect fans to just go, oh, you know what? That's cool. Hey, Andrew, yeah. cool, man. Just go. It's you know, their, it's, it's their do money. Do what's best for you. It's not yet. Yeah, it's beyond money. It's your love. Yeah. It'd be like, and, and it was so funny if you didn't see Jim Ursay, the owner, uh, his uh, press conference after it, which I felt he handled it well. But he kept going back. Well, I could see him coming back and playing again. And then you see the GM and the coach, and they're just no. kind of shaking their heads. Like, I mean, he really <laughs> reminded me of Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber when he says, so you think we got a chance? Because that the whole time when he's saying, I think Andrew could come back, he could. I mean, I hope so too. But the whole point that I really i am just seeing from social media is if you differ at all right. with anything but like Andrew Luck is a hero yeah. for retiring. I'm not sure I buy all that. I mean, I, I want him to do what is best for him, but he did not do what's best for the team. I'm sorry, right. he didn't. Okay, so and people, there there are two ways to look at this, and this will be our, I think, our final discussion for today. Um, who is football for? Who is the game for? First of all, it's entertainment, right? We can all agree. That it's it's big money entertainment. You don't. Uh, I agree. Don? It's entertainment. Oh, I mean, I'm kind of t- trying to take a step ahead of where you're going. So it's entertainment. But well, it's I'm going to play both sides. So. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, well, that's yeah. perfect. Well, I was just going to say it's it, uh, unlike entertainment. Uh, you know, the traditional sense, movies, TV, songs. It isn't an emotional attachment. I mean, th- those are not the same. I do think is. people get attached to characters, but it's but it's not like this. It's right. not, you know, it's I mean, if you put your it, life into you, it, you, you put your heart and soul in week and week out. I spend money every week. Uh-huh. You, you, I mean, there's and, and during the offseason and stuff. So I think to me, the Andrew Luck thing makes sense, but it's more of a marketing problem by the Colts. They could have just said, OK, I understand your heart's not in it. We cannot tell these fans that you quit. We cannot have you retire. We're going to put you on the IR. And say that this is not recovering. You you make this decision at the end of the year. It puts us in the lurch, but at least we're not going to tell the fans and you know lie to them, do whatever. You can't just John. Like, lie, John, lie. I'm going to stop you. A sec. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I never do this, but uh, they did this. Oh, did two they? Years ago with his shoulder mm-hmm. for weeks and weeks, right, Drew? For weeks and weeks, yep. they kept saying, um, "Yeah, he might play, he might not." And and then all of a sudden, eight weeks into the season, they're like. Shutting it down. Yeah. So if, if, and I totally agree if they hadn't done this before, but that's part of okay. the mentality. If you're not but, in Indianapolis and you don't know the past of this whole thing, that's where I'm like, I'm not a booer. I want Andrew Luck to do what's best for him, but I'm just telling you, 
I get in the heart of that moment why fans would boo and people that have come on social media and like, oh, atrocious and anyone that could do that. But he, but, but man, but then he didn't deserve that though. They, they, somebody retweeted and I did this week that the great audio from when he's talking to Pagano, he's like, please let me go back in there. Don't let me, don't let me go out with right. my tail between my legs. But, and, and, and Pagano, that's the kind of guy he is. He would never, he would have quit at the end of the year. He got hurt again. He yeah. was ready to come back. He got hurt again. What is he supposed to do? Like, I don't get that part. But just from a, just from a PR warriors standpoint. warriors you've ever seen. From a PR yeah, standpoint. Drew, that, was, that was unfortunate that Schefter broke that before the – I'm not yeah, right. Schefter, but like, the fact that that happened before – if he would have gotten out of the tunnel before that, you know, we wouldn't be having the same conversation. It was just a really unfortunate – I feel like most of those fans that booed would have, if when they were driving home and they were listening to him talk about it, they understood it better, most of them. So I'm just saying right. it was just – it. that's where I'm like – and I'm not supporting Indianapolis or anything like that. I just feel like almost any fan base, the ones that are there on a preseason in the fourth quarter, why would you be there? But they have right. to they, – they pay that no as recourse. part of their season tickets. They, they and there is no recourse. There's none. Yeah. The only thing they could – they can't scream, no, please don't, all in unison. The only noise you can make is the traditional <laughs> boo. So it comes out that way. And I think you're right. I mean, they had their hearts ripped out. So you say, yeah. I have yeah. nothing but I'm upset, I'm miserable – uh, emotionally right now, it's a boo moment. And you're right. I've never booed. I don't. I do it as a joke, but like you never really seriously go, my God, I'm so down. Boo. It's weird, but right. that was but all the they sad had. Part, the sad part of it is, though, the sad part of it is that, that he hurt him, and it hurt him, and he doesn't deserve that. He, no, he's easy people, to hurt. Of all people, Jeez. he doesn't. He, he he doesn't deserve that, man. That's the part that makes yeah, me Yeah, but you know what? How many times? Be angry, angry all you want. but Drew, how yeah. many times in your life and uh, I, I I think it was the wrong move by by the fans. I didn't you know I didn't like it. I I don't get the booing thing myself. But how many times in your life have you had a reaction where you didn't have all the information, and then you yeah. go back later and go, "Geez, I, I I would love to take that back." But that just happened to be unfit. I mean, there was a liter- there was a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, it's there a really visceral was. reaction. Yeah. No. When your wife says, yeah. oh, I didn't make the payment on this, you're immediately angry. And I she's like, oh, but wait, two weeks from – yeah, exactly. You start, you're like, why didn't you do that? Let me finish. Sure. And they get those moments where it's like, oh, okay, maybe I overreacted. But you can't have that back on this, this social media world, especially where the bullhorns immediately go to work yeah, on I don't, whoever I don't they like that people with. were judging the fans so much, uh, so quickly. I, I, I get it. Um, but that's, that's where the media is at, too, because that's the story. Yeah. That's, a, that's an yep. immediate story yeah. and a, a big story to jump on. And then, uh, then you have people who are defending the fans. You have people who are fighting the fans. Yeah. And uh, Doug Gottlieb. So yeah. um, – like Troy, and, and the only reason Doug Gottlieb got in trouble what? is because a bigger name attacked him when Troy Aikman said, you know, you're full yeah. of this is all BS. It, 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 to me, it just got way out of hand. Again, everybody's bullhorn being Twitter, it became a thing. It could have just gone away in a day. It was like, wow, the guy made a, a huge decision. Ken, do you think there's a disconnect with the fans and the players right now? Because I also noticed this week that Gronkowski came out and he said, yeah, I can almost relate to what Andrew Luck's going through. Sure. And it's where we're so invested in our teams. Okay. We want to see them win at all costs. We forget these are human beings. So that was my next point is the game. So it's entertainment uh, overall. It's not life or death for anybody who's a fan, but it's very important to a lot of people. 
But then when you get inside of it and you are the player and you've sacrificed your entire life to get to something and now you're a multi, multi-millionaire and you're Andrew Luck who can do just about anything, not just be somebody who's endorsing something. You can be somebody who could run a company yeah. uh, without ever writing anything down. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard some of the stories yeah. about how he can he had, he goes to the line of scrimmage with five plays? Yeah. Yeah, and that's more than the yeah. five things of spit yeah. that came out of my mouth right there. <laughs> Ken, well, the, the, the man's a Stanford graduate, obviously too, as well. Sure. And plus, as I said too, like Andrew Luck has a whole future in front of him, and to go with the full facilities, luckily yep. he hasn't got concussions all these years. Prediction: shoulders. He'll be the quarterback for the Los Angeles Wildcats in two years in the XFL because his dad is uh, the, what, <laughs> the, the CEO or whatever. His dad's the commissioner. Exactly. It's ironic <laughs> that you're saying that, dude. When I was a kid, my dad's company built stadiums, and we built. Uh, we were in Morgantown, West Virginia, when that was going on. Oliver Luck was the quarterback in the Mountaineers, and he had the same exact reputation. Uh, brilliant, like the, and he was 19 years old and running this. You know, they were kind of an up and coming uh, uh, program again, and they're like, this kid literally doesn't need to write anything down. He's he's brilliant on the way. So when uh, watching Andrew Luck and knowing how his dad just go, when they used to say the same things, I'm like, he's the exact same guy. Well, Andrew was obviously much better, but Andrew's kind of a yeah. kind of a muppet. Guys, <laughs> right. I, I, you know, I'm trying my best yeah. to uh, to keep it together, guys. I. I've never done it this well. Before. Ooh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best ooh. Andrew Luck I've ever done. I didn't yeah. even think I, I didn't think <laughs> that I had it. Yeah. That was pretty I, I, decent. I'm give you credit yeah. for that, that was one, a good Frank. one. Well yep. done, guys. Guys, guys yeah. I uh, I want to keep doing it, <laughs> and unfortunately, it's <laughs> that's not useful anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Just retire again. <laughs> Have I, him come uh, back and then. Retire. Gosh, guys, I I've decided that uh, I'm coming back just to give Callie under a new voice. Yeah. And then quit again. <laughs> Just to hurt That's him. Just to hurt I'm, Kelly. I'm yeah, impressed. I think he wants to win comeback player of the year again. Yeah, well, that could be the comeback comeback player yeah. of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It was well, tough. There's never, been a guy that, there's never been a guy that is 29 years old. I mean, Barry Sanders was 31. He's a running back. A quarterback could play, you know, another eight to well, 10 years. I know, but guys, I think, so we're getting on a, a, I think we're getting on a crazy tangent. I don't think he's – I think he's shutting it down – because no, no, I, I, that's that's yeah. my point, though, is is that that's where it hurts so much as a fan because you feel like you've got ten more years of one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. That's yep. never happened in the NFL. Only one guy fault. ever at the peak was Jim Brown. Jim Brown, I'm I'm reading this because Jim Brown had led the league in rushing like every year uh, except for one in his first six years, and he quits to go to Hollywood. And you're like, what? He was making $60,000 a year. Yeah. They offered him $100,000 to do movies, and he's like, out, I'm out. Yeah. So yeah. this yeah. isn't one of those situations. <laughs> Ask is, any NFL player. Different. Any NFL player will tell you they want to be an NBA player. Yeah. They, they, but, yeah, it's I, like comedians yeah. and singers. But Jim Brown won championships. Jim Brown left Cleveland better than he got there. With one. Well, still, it's one, yeah. you know, and it's the Jim Brown was the, the, the reason they got that. They didn't have I – name another person on Jim Brown's team. It's impossible. He was the Cleveland Browns and still – Jim Brown's quarterback. That's right. Who was Frank that? Ryan. Who was the backup? Was Autogram. Frank was Ryan. It, um, okay, see, so was the Autogram was the backup. Brown, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, he left and it's Autogram. like, well, you've done what you've done. And I think the yeah. hope in Indianapolis was that Andrew Luck was going to take you there, especially after last year. And then yes. now, now the, I just think it was a marketing issue. They they marketed heavily. He's back. He's back. This is it. Buy your tickets. This is our team. We've got a shot. 
And then the rug gets pulled out from under you. I can understand the fans being upset. And this also happened 15 years ago with the Minnesota Vikings and Robert Smith. He left to go become a doctor. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you know what? I may, I may have a better life outside of football. Sure. And Andrew Luck's probably going through the same thing right now. He's been rehabbing, what did they say, 52 weeks of the how – many, how many how many, t- weeks of rehab did he spend During the past three years? Yeah. But if, you could, if, you, if you're Andrew Luck and you don't think you can be Andrew Luck anymore yeah. and you can never live up to what people had the expectations and you know it's not because of anything that – I shouldn't say it's not anything he's done. He would, he would make tackles. He would do all kinds of stuff that people would right. deem crazy. So he's – I don't want to say at fault because I don't want to say it in a negative way. The guy is a super great guy, mega competitor, unbelievable human being, all of that. But, uh, you know – that's, term- that's worse than being booed is if you can't come back and be Andrew Luck. Yeah, yeah. like yes. he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be there, and maybe yeah. he doesn't want to. Yeah, just. Uh, but you know what he did really bad? He pissed off the wrong guy. Because uh, hello, Twitter world, Andrew Luck. What have I ever done to deserve this? OJ comes on. Oh, gee, I didn't know <laughs> yeah. that. And he's mad because uh-huh. an hour earlier he had drafted. Andrew Luck in his fantasy. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. So he's oh like, god, what did that's I have, the what best part do of this you, whole man. thing. Yeah. And first off, the best part of this. Hold is, on, I'm going to do Andrew Luck looking yeah. at that tweet. Oh, oh my god, this is. <laughs> I mean, I'm coming after you, man. I'm coming back. You got to believe that I drafted you. You have to be my man. Yeah, that's that. Is You're that, coming back. Does that have a? Okay, that has an actual check mark. <laughs> You're coming that, back. That's not a check mark. <laughs> that's, okay. that's a knife. That's, that's a knife emoji. What did I ever do to deserve being okay. treated so poorly? So poorly. That's not right. What you've done is wrong. And I know what right and wrong is. <laughs> did you ever find the killers? Yeah, they're on a golf course. I play with them every Sunday. <laughs> hey, has anybody seen John, Ray Lewis? I thought that was, uh, John, I thought that was the worst Doug Gottlieb initially. Like, That's the worst. That's a terrible Doug, Doug Gottlieb. Gottlieb I've no. ever, he got so mad and yeah. then he did OJ. Yeah. But the, uh, the thing that I got out of this was, through Andrew Luck, because I always look for the silver lining, you know me. Yeah, <laughs> is the uh, is who's on OJ's uh, phone list to get into his fantasy football team, <laughs> and and who's like, hey, uh, did you guys get that call? Yeah, he wants me in too. Uh, are we doing this? I'm not saying no. <laughs> I guess I got you this week, Frank. You and me are head to head. Wonder who's going to win. You've turned him into Hannah Barbera. It's a little bit. Yeah, oh, I love it. Well, have you seen his Twitter? He's he's hello Twitter world. He's all excited all the time. You, you know OJ's. He's going okay. I'll take Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. I'll take uh, Ray Carruth. Oh, we have. Yeah, he could draft anybody. Are we Joey Coco Diaz all of a sudden? Who at the draft party is going to be like, oh, terrible OJ. You really think so? <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. I like my draft. I'm gonna win every week. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. That's right, yeah. Frank. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit all my starters. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Frank sat Le'Veon Bell my week. <laughs> That's smart. Knife emoji, <laughs> smiley face, blonde woman. Knife emoji. I wear old Brazilian. Okay, stop it. <laughs> I didn't know you can make a Brazilian flag. There's one there. Oh, I'm sweating. Necktie. Uh, just put. Hey, Toledo. Just put. <sighs> just put beeps through his whole. No. Hello, Twitter world. <laughs> I'm going to ask a question here. So anybody, any one of us, and I want to yes sir, tell me what your scenario is. If you were to make, let's say, $100 million uh, over the last six years, and you don't think you can live up to your potential, uh, do you quit? Because I do. I go. I walk out. I go. Uh, I go. I can't. I can't do this anymore. I know I can't live up to my. Maybe the timing is different. Yeah. But I, 
I, I think I walk away, especially if I have that many other opportunities. And I, if I'm Andrew Luck, I'm that smart, that likable, that well-known, and I, I've got that much money, everything's set. I want to be with my family. Yeah. I don't disagree with you that if he doesn't have it to, to give, he should step away. Uh, if I'm the and I know because that's not fair to the team members. Not at all. No, but I think him going to the owners and management and saying what he said, and them saying let's keep the door open. I know we've done it before. I didn't know that actually, but now that you say that, we've done it before. Let's keep that door open in case you change your mind. If you can't be the Andrew Luck we need, I don't want you on the field. Mm-hmm. But let's wait until the off season so you can say I can't rehab. I retire. Then maybe they the all mental know the thing is way worse than we even think. Right, and because for him to come out here, like you said, he's super smart. He gets the game. He gets the perception. He gets the media. Uh, for him to go, I quit. I mean, that is damning he's, to his I, reputation he, he, and everything else. So this is not smart. Well, I don't know if it's to his reputation because people see him as a hero at this point. Unless no, he's changing. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, they I see think 80% of the people are on his side. And I'm, I mean, that's shocking. Yeah. 10 years ago, if a guy would have done that, think about that. It would, it's just a but different we, we kind of We did not think about the players as being no. as human as they are back then. No. And that's, no. we see. Yeah. I, go ahead, Drew. I liked, did you, I liked what uh, Josh Norman said. He's like, man, we're not robots. We can't turn it off and on. Like, you know, yeah. this is this is how it is. But man. you it's, kind of he's are. In pain. That's they what he said. Kind of if are. You watch, if, I don't know if y'all watched his press conference, but I mean the, he was as on, he was as honest as he could be in that yeah. moment. He's like, I'm in pain all the time. Mm-hmm. I've been in pain for four years. It's been a, con, a a nonstop cycle. He's got a baby on the way. He's married what this year, last yeah. year? Like he's like, Okay, you know what? Enough's enough. He probably saw his dad go through the same thing. Well, for example, my Physically. daughter my daughter Juliet broke her elbow a year ago and it's not healing and yeah. she's going in for a second surgery it's a it's an and for a young person it should heal quickly yep. and it just hasn't uh it's the 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 part of the bone is not joining back uh the way it's supposed to so there's something with her bones that doesn't heal right they don't know they don't think that there's no disease they've tested all that but she doesn't heal properly he could be in that same kind of boat sure where he's got to get out of it i mean he played with what a lacerated kidney at yeah. one point oh, things yeah. things are oh. happening to him that don't happen to everybody else and maybe there's more to it than we know ken would yeah. you walk away yeah, absolutely because football is a game that goes a million miles an hour yeah. Defenses are faster ever than they were any yes. time in history. And you see a quarterback that's been injured three out of the past four years. If he doesn't feel he can move at the speed he needs to compete, he had a great year last year. Yes, I understand like comeback player of the year, you know, made the playoffs, they lost to Kansas City. But if you in your head and your heart know that you can't play at the level that you want to play at, you gotta walk away. Yeah. Because you're going to get hurt even more, and you're going to regret not walking away sooner. I think people can't relate. As well as many of us have done in our lives, we're not that big of like mega millionaires that it's hard for the average person, me included, to look at, hey, you can just walk away from anything that anything you want in the world and you'll be happier. We can't fathom it. We can't understand it. And he can do it. And there might be a piece of enviousness to that. Could be. There might be a little bit where we're going, well, I couldn't do that. There's no way that a person should do that. But if you're in that position and you have things you truly sure. care about, I think it's different. Scott Long, your thoughts on uh, making Drew mad. <laughs> no, actually, Drew and I probably uh, love Andrew Luck uh, equally. 
to the point where we wish we were like with him right now. We'd be holding his hand, you know, <laughs> talking to him. Yep, hundred percent. Right. I look. I get it, and I know that uh, Andrew Luck is unique in regards to his passions in life are maybe football, but they're also architecture and right. uh, and English Premier Soccer. He's very different than Tom Brady, who lives basically in a hyperbolic chamber uh, all year. So like the boy in the bubble eating perfectly. So then he could walk out on the field at 42 and do that. And I guess I would say at 29, I can never imagine if I was great at something quitting. I don't care about the money. Um, you know, it'd be nice to have that money, but I would still want to do it a little longer because I, maybe because I've got the advantage of age and realize at 29, I had done nothing in my yeah. life. Um, I hadn't, I think I had just met Frank Caliendo and my life started changing <laughs> in that moment. But uh, what I would tell you is, is that at 29 to think the rest of my life, I will never be great at something. Yeah. You don't know, know you that though. Andrew Luck no, might be great at something else. He, like that? One of the five best in the know, world? I don't know, but listen, OJ, fight him. Look, yeah. all I know is I'm still stuck on the time you said women don't heal well. Jeez. I and I And I'm still trying to just practice lining my teeth up perfectly. Toledo, you had something before we get to Drew? I just love that Andrew Luck is in a chamber of hyperbole. Yeah, yeah I like that. <laughs> Andrew Luck in the chamber of hyperbole? Yeah. Oh, Ken's right. He's in a hyperbolic chamber. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a weird situation, and I understand why he's doing it. I just think that they could have handled it in a way that wasn't so clumsy, and maybe that's just uh, the Schefter factor. I mean, that, yeah, that, that coming out, yeah. that everything changes. Timing changed everything. There, yeah. Drew. Yep. Uh, this yeah, last thing I'll say is this. So my son and I were on local news in Indianapolis in the NBC affiliate yesterday because they called and said, "You guys, we're we're, we're both members of the Andrew Luck Book Club. This top five quarterback." has a book club and he has a book for kids and a book for adults and we read one every month which one of you does which that is uh, i read the kid book trust me and my son reads the adult book he's already a better reader than me Uh, but that's that's one of the legacies that this guy leaves that's why he's not your average player you know that's why i have so much love for him and that's why i couldn't fathom being upset i'm sad i'm sad as hell i'm still sad I, i turned on that that episode tonight, and I it was kind of sad. I had this yeah. kind of I have this overwhelming sadness about the game of football. It's gonna it's gonna stop eventually as soon as Jacoby Brissett proves that he's the greatest quarterback nobody knew about. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what luck! What you lived in Hollywood too long, way of, too long. Exactly. <laughs> I will say Ken's though, like, how, how, how is it that I'm he's able to talk about backup quarterbacks, yeah. but I'm not because yeah. he's not a backup anymore. <laughs> I will say That's this: true. as a Steeler fan, when uh, when Ben Roethlisberger got in in game two of his career as a rookie everybody in Pittsburgh it was due to injury but everybody in Pittsburgh was like great our, this is a good team whose hopes are now pinned on a rookie his own lineman Alan Fanica was like you think I'm excited about this I got 15 games with a rookie now <laughs> and they went 15 and 1 I mean he had and I'm not saying Jacoby Brissett is anywhere near uh, good enough to go 15 and 1 but he might surprise you and also Drew, I think so I wrote a book you could read your son <laughs> called If I Did It <laughs> I'd like can, I'd like to talk to Michael Irvin again. I, I yeah, really miss back. I'm not bringing him back. <laughs> not now. Not with the other Hall. One Hall of Famer a week. <laughs> can you add something? Yeah, one Fair more enough. thought that just popped in my head is like Andrew Luck retiring is almost like for a lot of fans like losing a family member. 
And when your family member just suddenly dies in a car accident, it takes some time for that to sink in. Wow. And you're kind of going the fact of like, hey, dude, Andrew Luck is our quarterback. <laughs> Are you setting me and up he again? Just died. <laughs> you know, it's hard to lose a family member, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not talking the Cole Brown here either. Ken Brown. That's Ken, yes, Brown. Ken Brown talking here, not Nicole last Brown. His name is Brown. <clears throat> Meet me in the alley. <laughs> I want to. I want one last Wait. tiny little thing here that's a, a little bit on a tangent, but still, I think in this world, I, the weird thing is, uh, or the different thing now is that the players make so much money, yeah. and they can make these decisions. And I think you're going to see more players make decisions that are smart for them. Because the world isn't just sports anymore. Football is just a way to become famous. That's it's true. not about the game. The, football's not the end game for, I would say, I, I, don't, I shouldn't say a percentage, but the, for a large percentage of people, and I, I think it would probably be similar for me, I think people are saying, this game's hard. Everything's difficult about it. Getting ready for the season is difficult, not just physically, but mentally. I could be in a movie right now. I could be yeah. in wrestling. People know my name. I have a, a way to get out there. Social media. If yeah. you have a, you know, 200,000, followers, you can make hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars simply. And everybody's scared to death from the news of the last 20 years that you're not going to live very long right. healthily. And Paige Van Zant, the UFC fighter, said, I need a raise from the UFC because I make more on my Instagram than I do fighting. Yeah. And which one do you want to do? I make you know this much doing pictures of myself versus going in and getting my head bashed in by cyborg. There's something to be said to the idea that the, the, the culture has been created to say, this is a horrifyingly dangerous situation you're doing, and it's going to we, – we now have evidence that the end of your life will be awful. Uh, and here's $20 million. Mm. Please stick around for 10 years. Like, uh, no. If you can get famous yep. in any way, yep. shape, or form, not, not just famous, but super famous if, yep. on the internet, you don't even have to be famous on television nope. or movies. Just famous on the internet is actually better because the amount of money you can make on Instagram, on YouTube, Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> That's why I'm there, Frank. Resurgence. And. <laughs> And the funny thing is Andrew Luck's on none of it, right? Yeah. It's hard to be on some of those things when you're you know, just getting books ready for kids and their dads. <laughs> All right. I'm going to tell you this. I think this it's episode. so good. What was interesting about this episode to me is the Hard Knock stuff. It was was Rocky kind of like the Hard Knocks episode? And yeah. then we got into this stuff. That, this was my favorite part of the show. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Any we last need to fly John. Yeah, we need to fly John into Indianapolis to have him do his OJ in the middle of the field to make us all feel better. <laughs> yeah, that'll make you all feel good. Because I've not felt this good since the announcement. Oh, well, good. I'm it's glad. like when yeah. John, it's like when I'm, I'm talking. I've said this for years, guys. OJ unites. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Are you wearing dingo boots right now? <laughs> it's basically the theory that if you're uh, an average-looking girl, you stand next to the ugly girl, and yeah. everything seems better. That's, That's what. Very true. Uh, all right. Anybody got one final thing to add? No, perfect. <laughs> I, I, wanted, I didn't even want it to <laughs> yeah, just end on that silence. No, uh, everybody, <laughs> let them know where you're, where you're at, and Toledo, just extend that pause there. Yeah. <laughs> Again. John uh, Holmberg, where are you, what you got? Nothing. Well, you don't care. I don't care. Leave me alone. I've, I was actually looking at Scott yeah. Long and thinking your name. I'm not in any uh, social media service. You can listen to 98KUPD. Absolutely. Uh, dot com. For people who don't know nationally, that nobody better than John Holmberg. Oh, Unbelievable. Stop it. A lot of guys tied with him. That is. I mean, it's a, like a five-way. Five-way. <laughs> Too nice. Scott Long? 
Uh, it's scottcomedy.com, and uh, someone got a hold of me from Prescott, Arizona today. So oh, really? uh, they did not listen to the podcast, though. Oh, good. Serial killer. <laughs> More than yeah. likely a, a bill collector of some type. <laughs> Drew Powell? Uh, Real Drew Powell on Instagram. You can go there and see me uh, performing Mustang Sally from the oh, weekend. I did see it. Awesome. Uh, enjoy that. What yeah, is that? By thanks. the way, what is that band? And uh, the Drew Powell on Twitter. The what? Drew Powell on Twitter. The Drew Powell on Twitter. What is that band? They were at a, the Comic Con in Chicago at Wizard World. It, it's it, it's a, a new form of. The, there was a band called the Band from TV, and it's Greg Grunberg on drums and Hugh Laurie used to play guitar, and there was a bunch of these different guys. And now they've changed it. It's called the Action Figure. So it's you have to have an action figure of yourself to be in the band, apparently. <laughs> but uh, it's a bunch of TV actors. They get together and they go to these Comic Cons, and then they they play. Uh, and we were at this incredible venue called Joe's in uh, Chicago, and it oh was, yeah, uh, it was great fun, man. Those guys are good. I've been there. That's that's an awesome place. Ken Brown, yeah, just at Drawn Comics on Instagram and Facebook, and at Frank Caliendo across various forms of social media. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll uh, be back next week with the final episode or the final Gruden episode, and then we will expand to uh, a wider um, <laughs> thing. Thing. <laughs> a wider. <laughs> What's the? I have problems with words. Uh, we will expand to a, a wider substance. Wow, yeah. that's not even. That's what I'm. That's what I'm on. A substance. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll, we'll expand a wider subject. <laughs> Best to just go. Thanks everybody. Good night. Yeah, thanks everybody. Hey Toledo, cut my last part again. <laughs> Every week, and I thought it was. I thought I was doing well till there. That's it. You're done. Out.